What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Basics Podcast. Today, we get to sit down with a good friend of mine from a little hip hop collective in Antigua that goes by Island Trap. And we just talk about what it's like to create music in Antigua. And also, there's a little gem towards the end where he asked about how I got sponsored in kiting and kind of broke through and was able to make it to where I could kiteboard full time. So yeah, pretty interesting episode, super cool conversation. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Let's jump into the podcast. One, three, five, go! Coming from the wild, wild west indies. So yeah, man, today I just want to kind of dive into a bit of the backstory, you know? Um, how did this start? You know, when did you get into music? And, you know, how's that been, doing it from a small island in Antigua? All right, man, so first off, my name is Lord Shellington. You know, Lord of the Shellings. I've been making music. Since I was about 16 years old, yeah, I, I, my dad got me a guitar, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's what started it off. I used to play guitar with my friends and stuff like that. We started a little band. Then I stopped that and then started to make beats and stuff by my own. And yeah, so that's how I got to where I'm at right now. That's super cool, man. So it's from the path, kind of like starting yeah, yeah, it with giving you a guitar. So yeah, was, it, it. was he into music or was that no. just something he's... Saw no. that you might be into. No, he's not into music. <laughs> My dad is into sports. He's a football coach. Okay. Yeah. He also wanted me to be a sportsman, but I'm super clumsy. <laughs> so that never worked out. Yeah. So you yeah. found a different lane, a different yeah, 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 route yeah. to run. Yep. <laughs> Sick, man. And like you call, because you have, what do you call it? It's like a group of few of you guys who are like part of Island Trap. What would you? Yeah, it's a collective. It's a collective, it's just a collective yeah. Collective of creatives. Some of us make music into art, you know, different walks of life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, um, so you got Island Trap and like what, you know, do you collaborate with much local artists or any artists yeah, worth definitely. bringing up? Definitely. So I'm working with Zulu Bob right now. Yeah. Just dropped an EP. It's called Letters to My Ex. You know, it was recorded and it, it was recorded on his stay when he came down here a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And I have some work with Adiba Congo. Yeah, Adiba. Look out for him. <laughs> Gary Noriega. Yep. Roachman. All the homies, yeah. Yeah, man. KV Dadley, mm-hmm. Young Icky, and Che Guevara. Have you ever heard about Big Dog, my brother? Yeah, yo. Yeah. I have, actually. Yeah. I think probably through your SoundCloud or something, but yeah. He's look, sick. The man's sound is good. Look out for some heat with Big Dog coming out. Cool, man. And how long has that been in existence? When mm. when did that start? When did you go from you just, you know, learning music, making music to like, oh, maybe I should include, you know, others into what I'm trying to do? Uh, so that started maybe around 2013. Okay. But there was up to no good. Mm, mm. <laughs> uh, up to no good was from about 2008 wow. up to 2012 yeah 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 you know I went on a brief year and a half break from music because I was living without no lights and no water you know wow crazy yeah but yeah something really interesting happened to me during that time mm. you know and I don't know if you remember, but there was a night that you, Zulu Bob, passed by me. And I used to make beats on Kern's laptop at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember you distinctly 
telling me that your boss, you have all these dope beats, but they're just on your laptop. You know, you should start a SoundCloud. Yep. And if it was not for that moment, there would be no island trap. Girl, I pre you every Friday. And you wear that purple dress. You've got me trying harder to impress. I would still wow. be doing the same stuff, just making beats and waiting to link up with someone. Yeah. You know? To just. And wow, like, that's crazy, man. That may be possible, but it's like. So, you know? Yeah. Much more harder to. Much harder when just no one knows you exist, you know? Yeah. Wow, that's and crazy, man. So I really have to big you up for that, my brother. You see? Dude, I'm stoked you like you heard what I was I saying and you, you acted on it, you know? I remember that. And that's like a big thing why I'm starting this podcast. Cause like we all live in our own worlds. And you just you may learn everything you need to know about music and someone else may have an interest in music but may not know how easy it is to learn how to make music. So it's just like being able to document and show and just kind of share the information that we now know yeah, man. that will maybe help someone else who's trying to like, you know. Chase yeah, that man. dream and make, yeah, you know, because it's never, I believe it's never been easier to like actually make your dreams a reality. In this day and age with the internet, you can learn whatever you want. With the platforms that are on the internet, you can like show the world or at least show people who care about what you're doing, you know, how good yeah, you man, are and starts, why you're doing it. So starts. it's sick, man. Um, yeah. So like, uh, what software and stuff do you use to make music uh, now? So right now. I'm using Reason 8 and FL Studio 12. Okay. And yeah. Those are two programs yeah, and you just kind of go back and forth. What do you use? Uh, why do you use two programs? Because it's... I, I run through sounds very fast. Mm. So, yeah, I have to have two programs. If my computer <laughs> could use Ableton, I would. But I'm working on a real old laptop that I got from my friend. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Roachman. That's hype. <laughs> Yeah, the basics, man, making yeah, it work. Man. No one would ever know in the head of music, you know? Yeah, yeah but it's dope working off of two programs because I can bounce out little scores mm. from Reason and then put it in FL and see how the sounds sound, you know? Mm-hmm. You kind of so test, it's, it's yeah. It's dope, it's dope. Sick, man. And like, how did you learn to do these programs? Because you say you started with a guitar. Uh, I mean, that's cool, but that yeah, ain't yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, no. digital learning beats and all that stuff so yeah it's it is difficult but it's also very similar yeah being real honest mm. was it just like youtube videos or was it just like a friend show you the bare basics and then boom you just hey, run with that that's what it was there was this guy called carlos Tone turner yeah i know I, I don't know him but i know, you know of him, him. he's yeah. a singer yeah, yeah. You, you signed to alliance when i had the studio in my basement I used to make music with him and he showed me how to make, how to program the beats and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just worked my way up from there. That's crazy, man. That's a, and again, that's the basics, yeah. man. Just learn the bare minimum. Basics. You know, master the basics and you can leapfrog from that to like being pro pretty yeah, quickly, you know. That's that's pretty sick. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, sick. So Reason, FL Studio um cool like what are your favorite artists right now you know who inspires you where does this because you make a pretty interesting type of music where does that come from it sounds like you're inspired by a lot of stuff that i may not listen to because when i listen to your stuff it just sounds different to what you know most of the normal i guess standard music is 
So, uh-huh. <laughs> long list or what? <laughs> All right, my brother. So, back in high school, I had a very weird taste of music. Mm. I listened to everything. Once it sounded good, I would listen to it. Mm. So, I would listen to Marilyn Manson. Then I would also listen to Bob Marley, you know? Yeah, it's wide all, spectrum, yeah. Yeah, I was all over the place, and I still am all over the place musically. But now we're talking about artists that inspired me. I love McConan. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys may know of this one. His name is Slug Christ. Slug Christ? Yeah. I don't know him. I have to look him up. Yeah, Slugger Slug is there. <laughs> Yeah, that, those main two are the only two that come to mind right now. Sick, man. Like they're very organic in how they make music. Mm. They make all of their beats themselves and do all of their uh, vocal production themselves too. So I really admire that about them. Yeah, man. Yeah. That they're definitely... making money. They're making good money off Yeah, of they it, made so. it, you know. They so made a name for themselves. Do. Yeah, that's it. That's the other thing too that's huge, I think, because... Growing up, you know, everyone says you need a mentor. You should have a mentor. Anybody who's wise yeah. doing anything tells you you need a mentor. And that yes, is true. That is true. But now, these days, you can have a lot of mentors. You can pick your mentor. <laughs> and you can kind of like, you know, uh, learn a lot from people who may not even know that you're learning from them. And that's the, another beautiful thing about the, the world we live in. Stats. You know, it's all there. It's just to put in the time and like believe in the mission, you know. So, yeah, and I guess from that, we can kind of jump into, you know, what is it like being a musician in Antigua? Because it's a small island. It's difficult. You know, being a musician anywhere is hard, much less on a small rock, you know? How has that been? Like, have, And even since you started doing SoundCloud stuff, how has it changed at all as far as, like, awareness or being able to... Yeah, it's definitely changed it. Yeah. Online. Yeah. And how's that been? Has it like, was there a kind of like aha moment? Like, okay, maybe I'm doing something right. Because uh, I mean, you know, when you create stuff for a long time and you keep it to yourself, like, it's like looking at, you know, old the photos same, of yeah, yourself. You kind of loses sure its, no loses its effect after a while. So, was that a pretty kind of in, uplifting moment when you like start putting stuff out online and like? Well, so when I started making music. I never used to put anything up online. Mm. I would just keep them on my laptop. And why was and that? Just because you didn't think about it, or you just didn't want to put them out? Or? I, w- I was worried. I was worried about people stealing, like okay. stealing my beats and making a million dollars, and I'm not <laughs> getting anything. But right now, I'm at the point that I rather someone rob my beat and make a million dollars, and people know about me, than no one know about me at all. So yeah. Yeah, and that's just, you know, the world of the internet. Sometimes people may steal stuff, but for the most part, it's just like an amazing tool for like yeah, my showcasing your skills and like actually maybe uh, getting in touch with the right person to level up, you know? Definitely. But you asked before, how is making music in Antigua? Mm-hmm. So I want to touch on that. Do it, man. Making music in Antigua, it is very difficult because unless you're making Soko or Calypso, they there aren't much avenues for you to go. They, you know, yeah. You, you, you know, you can't really advance that much if you're not making soca or calypso. And me, I make everything but soca and calypso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make everything but soca and calypso. It's really difficult for me, you know, because we grew up in an age 
where the internet hit us. Mm-hmm. So we got influence from all around the world. So it's more than just soak and clips to us. We know everything. Yeah. And so we take what we know and we try to put it into what we do. Yeah. So it's kind it's very difficult doing it. But having make putting up my music online, mm-hmm. it really helps it so much. And yeah, I just want to thank the man for for giving me that little nudge to do it. Dude, I can't believe that this had to, you know, I didn't even know like that yeah. was the like moment. No. So crazy, man. Yeah. And I'm happy. Like I, I remember that. I remember that night. It's a blessing, it a man. Night. It's so sick. <laughs> it's so sick. And this is again, like this, it just loops straight back into like what I'm trying to do with the podcast is just to like, you know, that yeah. one little thing can like have a huge butterfly effect on like Definitely. everything that you're trying to do in life, you know? I also want to put some people onto some serious game about Jake. <laughs> I knew Jake since he was real young to Zulu Bob. And seeing him make it come up from the bottom. No, Jake. Jake is not no rich, rich kid. <laughs> he is from the bottom, just like all of us. Yeah. And I saw you. I mean, you used to double with the rap for us. Yeah, for, man. For a little while. Yeah, for, for a good while, a few years. I mean, I'm still like into it, but I'm just not like you know as into it as it was when I'm actually producing and making like a song. You know. Yeah. Well, basically, brother. I saw you come up from the bottom and you just you just prove everyone wrong about Antiguans mm. and that was very inspiring to me. So I just wanted to do something in my own lane mm. to add to the island, you know? Yeah. So that's crazy, man. Like yeah, it's cool to be able to hear that and like actually, you know, because I still feel like I have a huge long way to go. But like yeah. for sure, reflect that's just how it is when you start to do things. But for sure, I've been fortunate to be able to like actually get over and you know be able to get on the plane you, and leave Antigua you for a sec. And like gems wherever you go, Jake. <laughs> also, there was two years ago, right before I was about to drop my second album, Interstellar Shella. Mm-hmm. Passed by to listen to some tracks, mm-hmm. and you drop a next major gem that I still remember up to now. You told me. Money can't buy talent, no. And that always stuck with me. Yeah, man. Money cannot buy talent. It's true. Like, money can't buy time invested, you know. Like, doesn't matter. Me, Like, me and you, we're humans at the end of the day. We're the same. We have Stars. two hands, two feet. We, have, we, we work the same. It's just how much time you put in to learn whatever you're trying to do, you know. So, yeah. Crazy, man. This yeah, has turned man. into a pretty cool little conversation. Yeah, man. So, like, you know, what keeps you going these days? I mean, you know, like, because you're still making music, still grinding. Like, what, what is the, how does that work? Where does the fire come from? Is it just something that you just, every day, you just feel like you want to put stuff out in the world, that you just want to continue to, you know, give your dream a chance? Come to more than one places. One of the places, one of the things that keeps me pushing on is the love from the online community that I get. Yep. That's yeah. huge. It is it is major. They every time I drop a song or a beat, I just get mad love from people from all over the world. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Also, musically I, I love making music. Mm-hmm. So when I make a dope beat or something, I just feel just so feel cool. Good. You know? feel accomplished. I yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait to drop that. Yeah, you know? dude. 
And that's so, the thing, I think, when you're like a creative person to like, it's a niche that you just want to scratch. Like yeah. for me, even when I started doing YouTube videos like every week, it's just like, yeah, life has a real focused purpose. Every week you want to have, you know, you have a deadline that you've set for yourself and you want to make sure that you get it no matter what. Yeah, I'm a As soon as this, there's a sun come up, man, just ready to go out, up. create, make the best possible thing you can make. And then, you know, it just keeps enabling. Yeah, man. You put it out, people like it, and you're like, wow, I'm doing something good. And it just keeps leading to like, you know, enabling yeah, my brother. the visions you have in your mind, you know? Yeah, man. So I have a question I want to <laughs> ask you. Yep. So you've been doing kiteboarding for quite a while. Yep. And I'd like to know, when was the moment that you went from here uh-huh. to here? Oh, man, it took a while. Like, I was very fortunate along my career because I had, you know, I started kiting as a kid. My dad kind of had enough money to buy me a used kite. And I just, you know, I basically used that kite till it blew up on the beach. <laughs> till it just, like, exploded from being too old and too huge, you know? Jabberwock Beach, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it was many years of that. And luckily, I had a friend of mine called Andre Phillip. Not sure if you know about him, but yeah, he man. was... Um, Blowing up, basically, as I got into kiting, his career was just taking off. So he was completely exposed to the, the real kiteboarding market. Real and he was, he was in it, you know, completely in it. It was still pretty early stages for kiting. So he was really well connected and managed to do really well for himself. And he kind of like was super sponsored, had lots of gear. And one moment was he kind of like uh, basically gave me some of his older equipment. And that was like a level where like, boom, sick. Now I have gear. I can just go, go ride again, you know? And that again was cool. But when you just, you know, trying to go pro, you're riding a lot. You, you beat up gear, you know? Like gear is not going to last forever if you're riding every day. So even that was great, but it still was, you know, you still have to be cautious, still have to take your time. Um, But then over time, I managed to actually get sponsored by a company. And that was the first time that I ever actually got free gear and new gear. Like gear and plastic. <laughs> it's dope. You know, it it's sounds dope. funny, dope, right? Man. But it's so crazy. Like when you unwrap your gear and it's brand new, like that was like a that, it was holy, sent to you from holy company. shit. Yeah, this yeah. is like this is yeah, big man. This is cool, you know. This yeah, is crazy, and you just have gear, and you don't have to stress about like breaking gear. You can just ride as hard as you want, and like all that. That was cool. That was a great. At the time, it's a dream. It's amazing. But, you know, after a while, gear alone only enables you to do so much. And it was many years of that because the company I was sponsored by, they had a pretty big team. They're a pretty big company. So I was just like a small little guy that couldn't really ask for too much more than just gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a long time of that. And then I managed to work with a different company who was kind of looking for a guy to promote a very specific kite, which was a freestyle kite. Um, and again, I'm not 100% sure how that opportunity came about. I think it was a friend of mine who knew the guy who owned the company, just purely off of yeah, connects. Shout out to friends, man. You know, purely friends off connects and, good friends and just knowing the right people. Um, and then that conversation opened up and then like I kind of switched sponsors. And even that is still, that still wasn't like the game changer moment. I was like, okay, sweet. I've switched to a different brand. Like there's potential to you got the tools you need. kind of level up. Yeah. And then it was probably a year after that where I, you know, had a good year with them, did some videos, like provided some value for them. Um, and then I was actually hanging out with another kiteboarder, goes by the name of Sam Light, who's a guy from England. And he is just one of the best kiteboarders right now 
to date. I didn't know England had kiteboarding. Yo, England has some of the, the biggest, like the best kiteboarders in the world, what man. Do the kiteboard it's crazy. They got beaches. In they don't really have beach. They have like Pebble Beach, but <laughs> but they have water, you know. And it's right. a huge industry. But anyways, hanging out with him, he was just super switched on with business, and I'd never really been around someone who like understood how side of brands work understand how budgets work understand like how to like best present yourself to kind of then gain better deals yeah man so i spent like a month probably with him and yeah i just learned a lot i learned like yo like you just gotta assign value to your stuff and understand that every brand has a budget for marketing so don't really Starts. think like where this money is going to come from They're, like they, they have money that is allocated to promotion Every company that is a big company has that. And I was like, like oh, what? Stats. That's crazy. So mm-hmm. like, everyone wants, you know. And yeah, that's basically went from that to where I created this whole PDF portfolio of like what I was doing, what I did for the year, um, what I wanted to do, and kind of what my requests for. Yeah, man. And they just accepted it. There was no Stats. debate. They were just stoked on it, leveled up. And I just continued to level up on that. And yeah, that was the big moment where like finally... I'm actually making some money now because for for a while it was like, it was amazing. You're getting to do what you want to do, but it's still like very bare bones. You're not making much money. You have gear, you can kite, you can, you can get out on the water a lot. You're just scraping by. But you're just scraping by. I feel you. You don't really have much to do anything. And I have to give a big shout out to Ian and the whole Ozone team because they really believed and saw like the potential in what I was doing and kind of just gave me the freedom to continue to pursue and like focus in on what I wanted to do. And that was huge for me as far as like getting better at creating content and building an audience. And the weird thing with kiting too, because I was always kind of good at branding. So like a lot of people kind of knew of me. And when people know of you, they know, they feel like you're like made it, you know, just because you do a good job at like promoting yourself. And that's kind of like the worst thing when people think like, oh, you're big time. And you're like, man, I just, (laughs) I just looking for some lunch money right now, you know? Oh gosh. So yeah, that was a big moment. It was just a long journey of like just constant pursuit. Wanted to make it happen no matter what. And eventually it... It happened, Yo, you know? but it's lovely to see you do my things, to see you do your thing, my brother. Yeah, yeah man, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man, I'm in the trap well, with the whole gang watching <laughs> your videos. You know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it, man. And it's cool, like, how kiting kind of appeals to so many people. Like, even if you don't kite, yep. the shit's just cool to look at, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's deeper than kiting with you. You have yeah, your whole true. lifestyle on true. it, and that's, get, that's the world we live in now. People yep. want to see that. Yep. So, yeah, man, continue doing your thing, bro. Sick, man. Appreciate the feedback, bro. <laughs> So yeah, I guess one last question, man. Uh, basically, if you had to uh, hit the reset button on your life, mm. start over. And I, I guess you could kind of, you definitely keep what you know Knowledge now, o. you know, but you kind of just start over, boom, fresh start, you know, maybe at 10, 18, pick an age. Um, what would you do different? Mm, that's a deep question. Yeah, there, dude. Brother. You can have a think about it. Yeah, I would, I would start over. At about 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And I would not stick around some of the company that I stuck around with. Yeah. Yeah, you can never get back time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to make up for a last time from back <laughs> then. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the father never give us nothing we can't handle. Yeah. So, it's our game. 
Cool, man. Yeah, so you just, you just pursue, pursue shit way earlier, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, get way more focused way yeah, earlier. Man. Same with me, because like, I'll do the same thing, man. If I can start over, just like start young, 10 years old, let's go. And just dive super into everything. Start. Just learn. Be obsessed with learning. And that doesn't mean like school or anything, but it just means learning your craft or whatever it is and just learn, 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 understand how the whole world works. Yep. And just use that to yeah, help yourself. It. Focus yeah. on yourself, you know? That's super key because before you can help anyone else, you got to be able to help yourself, you know? So, yeah. yeah. If anyone had that choice and they didn't make it better, <laughs> yeah, that, True. That, that would really be bad on it. Right? They'd be like, nah, I just want it to be the same. I'm good. <laughs> no. I don't want to reset. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man we're sick man well thanks yeah, for taking man. the time man yeah, uh, yeah if you guys want to check out you know what the boys at Alan Trapper are doing everything will be linked down in the description of this Island podcast and yeah it's just Alan Trap 268 SoundCloud slash Alan Trap 268 and yeah check out what they're doing Yo, big up my brother is it <laughs> yes I appreciate it man <laughs> shellings alright guys peace love and I'll see you guys in the next episode big ups boom